Welcome to an enlightened hour of interactive talk. This is Guided Spirit Conversations with host Marla Goldberg. In this program, we spotlight guests from all over the globe who have helped others change their lives and will provide you with the tips, tools, and techniques that you need to help you make a difference in your own life. Now, here is Marla Goldberg. Hello, everyone. How are you doing today? It's Thursday, and I'm so happy to be here with you. Um, yeah, we had to have a replay last week because I came down with COVID, but I'm grateful that I am up and about and feeling great and I am no longer infectious. So thank you for the good wishes for the people who saw my, my live and sent them to me. I appreciate you. Um, today, the topic, signs, synchronicity, and spirit talk with my dear friend, psychic medium, Sherry Jewell. So Sherry is a psychic medium. She does galleries. We're going to share her experiences, her synchronicity, her signs. We're going to share what I have in my life. My, my, I have to admit, I have not had um, those, those very cool signs that you can talk about or put into the book like Sherry's going to share with you. But we're going to discover what mine is through the conversation. Feel free to call in 888-346-9141 to share your signs, your synchronicities, and your spirit talk with Sherry and myself, or to ask Sherry a question. So welcome, Sherry Jewell. Thank you, Marla. Thanks for having me again. Always it's so so fun to have you on. And we're doing it different this time. So when Sherry was kind enough to agree to come on the show last minute, because due to COVID, my trip that I was supposed to be on to renew my wedding vows um, has been postponed. And so Sherry was gracious enough to say, yeah, I'll come on, we can talk. And together we came up with the, the topic that we're talking about. And so this is a highly organic conversation. And the best ones. Pardon me? They're always the best way when they're just organic and not planned. I agree. And so we'd love your input. We'd love for you to share with us your signs, your, your synchronicities, um, or have a conversation with us. So anyway, Sherry, let's talk about, because you, you, had, you were sort of like bonked on the head with a bunch of synchronicities as you were awakening to your abilities. Let's talk about that. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I had a crazy ride. Uh, my journey was very fast and very extreme. Um, I guess it's just the time the soul is supposed to wake up. And I was just a mom, you know, doing the mom thing and not working, not doing anything. And then I'm, I guess we're going to have to get into spiritual awakening a little bit, right? Yes. It's very common, not always, but often a spiritual awakening will happen after, I don't know, it could be grief, divorce, financial, some hardship, right? Some challenge, a big challenge in one's life. Yeah. You know, where, you know, or you hear like a drug drug addict hitting rock bottom or someone's put in jail and they find God. It's one of those kind of things. And I call it your on your knees moment. That's it. It's kind of like somebody help me. God help me. Whatever you believe in. Right. Yes. And, you know, I had a lot of things like my child was sick for like a year. My dad got paralyzed from cataract surgery. And it was just I would start like, you know, and I really basically had a perfect life just destroyed. And I would handle one thing. And then another thing would hit me, you know, it was just ridiculous. (laughs) And finally, you know, did I go through depression? Did I go through anxiety? hundred percent. But I can actually look back on it with gratitude now because it brought me to where I am now. It's what it took to break my heart open to get to my soul. 
open my gifts, open my connection, you know, the connection to angels and divine. And, and once that happened, life became like a magic carpet ride, you know? So if I can like tell anybody anything, it's like, if this could happen to me, because I'm no perfect person, (laughs) if this could happen to me, it can happen to anybody. Right. You know, it's true. You were sharing some amazing Synchronicities, you had three things, four things happen in one day that you're right before oh, yeah, like the, the big, yeah, the animals, the the hummingbird in the head, the, <laughs> the possum just popped in my head too. So yeah, before I knew what the heck was going on, um, <laughs> what I actually remember I was with my son outside. He was like 12 at the time. So this has got to be like 10, 12 years ago, something like that. And I had two dogs and I let the dogs out. I have a fenced in yard and they're barking, going crazy. And I'm like, what are you guys barking at? So I go out there and there was a possum sitting on top of my six foot fence. So I'm like, you know, usually a possum plays dead. And if you walk away, it will run away. So when we get like signs from animals, I believe it's when the animal does something weird. Don't look for it. You know, so this possum was weird. He was sitting on top of the fence. So I like screamed, grabbed the dogs, got the dogs on the house. And I go back out there and he's still sitting on the fence. And I'm like, okay, this is weird. And this is before I knew I was spiritual or any of this was happening to me. Right. And he stood on that fence for like 20 minutes, just staring at me and like creeped me out. Like I was getting goosebumps and stuff. So I got my camera. I mean, I have photo proof. I took a picture. I got my son. I'm like, look at this. This is so weird. And anywhere I walked, this thing would be like, you know, looking at me. Following and you. Yeah, it was, it was creepy because his eyes were like penetrating through me. And I actually walked up to it like, well, maybe two feet away. And I actually talked to it and I said, okay, Mr. Possum, you're freaking me out. You need to go on the other side of the fence. God is my witness, Marla. This thing looked at me, listened and went down the back of the fence. And I'm like, what am I, Dr. Doolittle now? Like, what is it? <laughs> I mean, it's weird, right? So then while it, while it was over the side of the fence, I said, okay, if you're a sign from spirit, you come back tomorrow and be on the same exact spot on the fence. I completely forgot about it. Next day, take the dogs out. They're barking again. I'm like, what are they barking at now? Completely forgot about this possum. The possum was there the next day in the same spot. Okay. So that's what I mean when you get a sign from an animal. It's something weird that the animal does. Okay. Right. And then not soon later, excuse me, my voice is worse. Not soon later, um, same summer. I went outside and I was sitting at my patio table and a little white butterfly flew up. Okay. And I'm like, okay, it's a little white butterfly. That's weird. Whatever. You know, all of a sudden it lands at my feet and it wouldn't leave. It was there for like 10 minutes. I'm waving in my hand at it going like this and stuff. This thing would not fly away. Okay. That's weird. Right. Unusual. Definitely. (laughs) Yes. I actually got off my chair, sat on the floor with it. And I'm talking to it, like sitting pretzels up on the floor. And I'm like, what are you doing? And it wouldn't go away. And so I would say it stayed with me about 10, 15 minutes. <clears throat> so then later in that day, you know, I looked out the window. The dogs are barking again. There was a skunk sunbathing in my backyard in the day. Skunks are nocturnal. They're not out in the day. He laid there for like an hour. I'm like, what is with all these animals? And then... What happened after the skunk? Mm, I went out to get my mail and right at my front door, like I have a 
what do you call it, like a stoop or whatever. Yeah. So I went and got my mail. I sent him my stoop for some reason to go through the mail. And I looked down and there was a feather. I'm like, okay, well, that's weird. Then <laughs> I went back outside my backyard. I, well, I didn't even get out there. I opened up my like sliding like patio doors, the glass doors. Yes. I never see hummingbirds at my home ever. Okay. This hummingbird, and they're fast. They can dodge you. They don't have to hit you in the head. Okay. Right. Zoom them by like any way they want. And it flew right into my forehead and like grazed my forehead. And I just threw my hands up in the air. I said, okay, God, what the hell's going on? <laughs> you know, and then my journey just started and the gifts opened up and angels came, the dreams came, the synchronicities came. And it's just us having to have that awareness to notice them. Right. You know, people that spiritual awaken will start saying one, one, one is really the most common thing I would say at the beginning. Yes. Yeah. Or five, five, five is big too. Yeah. I mean, there was a time for like a month, I got woken up every day for a week at one, one, one. Then the following week, two, two, two. And this got to like four, four, four. And I finally said, I get it. Will you let me sleep? <laughs> you know, so, and then all people have to do is Google, you know, one, one, one angel number or right. one, one, one meaning, whatever you believe. Multiple numbers, multiple angel numbers, multiples, something like yeah. that. Yeah. And I have, I, you know, I pulled, I don't have many books with me where I'm staying temporarily, but I did bring this one. So it's Angel Numbers 101 by Doreen Virtue, which basically, because we do have reoccurring numbers and it doesn't even have to be multiples. You might see 274 over and over and over again. Well, your birthday, it could be anything or the uh, deceased person's birthday, you know? Right. And you, you can look at this angel, but you know, and this, this is. I mean, I didn't expect to be talking about Doreen Virtue's book, but let me say, um, for those who can see the live stream, because I'm in blurry, but you can find out what the meanings are. Well, they and this, Google, they could, but they could Google it for free also. You can Google it for free, yes. But, you know, this is like a pocket guide that I take with me because I see numbers all the time. Those no, are my like, synchronicities. For the last few months, I've been seeing 444. But, you know, a lot of people get really excited when they start seeing these numbers, okay, or other signs. The trick is don't look for it. If you're looking for it, it's not a sign. You know what I mean? It's when you're randomly reading a book and then you look all of a sudden at your phone or glance up at a clock. You know, you're not looking for that number or that time or sign. Right. It just, it's really it, it, random. It's just like all of a sudden you're just going to glance up and it's there. Right. And it just, and numbers are so cool because they really do have some amazing meanings. And so if you see a series of numbers, I don't care if it's one, two, three, four, one, 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 eight, 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 or eight, 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 check out what it is and see what the meaning is because it's, it's trying to tell you something. And that's what we talk about spirit talk, how we take these signs, how we take these synchronicities and pull them into the whole spirit talk conversation. Um, And that's what it is. And and it's about finding out if an animal, like the possum, if you had animal speak, so you can look it up on Google as well. um, You could say, what does it, what's the spiritual meaning of seeing a possum? or a skunk, or a butterfly, yeah, whatever, whatever it might be, and you will get the spiritual meaning behind it, mm-hmm. and you'll under, start understanding what messages our spirit's trying to give you. Well, and then a big part of it, what I always did, whenever I got a sign, or, you know, hitting the head with a hummingbird, I just, like, look up at the sky, and I point, and I said, gotcha, thank you. 
you know, because gratitude really plays in. Yeah. And I, I'm a true believer that um, when we say thank you, you know, we're also showing our soul, our spirit, universe, whatever, you know, however you want to interpret it. It's up to you. It's an individual thing. It's showing, hey, I saw it. I got it. Give me some more. So just by right. saying thank you, more is going to come, you know, because if you can stay in that place of gratitude and awareness, the whole world just opens up. The other thing that just I just heard while you were talking is write it down. Get a get a yeah. notebook, a journal, and when you have these synchronicities, write down the synchronicities, you know, the signs, whatever that might be, so that you might not miss what the meaning is. Because as we get on with the days, we might forget. Yeah. Right? We get busy, we forget. But if you write it down, um, then you can go back and look up the meanings and figure out what it is or bring it into your meditation if you're meditating mm-hmm. and get get some information from the well, you know spirit on the other side as to what it means. Pop- yeah, sorry. And what's kind of popping in my head right now too is the spiritual journey is kind of like a bunch of puzzle pieces is what's popping in my head. Yep. You know, my journey was very fast. So don't compare your journey with mine. I'm sure other people had fast journeys. Some people are very slow. They're going to give you, yeah, but they're going to give you what you can handle in the perfect way for you. I'm a true believer. The best teacher is your soul, your team. It's so true. And they, it is a team. And so that's something you have to remember too. It's not just one being on the other side, yeah. you know, because we're, we've lived multiple, you may not believe in reincarnation, but we really have lived multiple lives. And in doing so, we build a huge team of beings on the other side that support us that are there to teach us protect us in our ancestors and and, yes yeah angels archangels masters gods goddesses they all participate but you know and that is true and i guess i always kind of feel where people fall short sometimes is realizing your soul is your best guru your soul knows everything yes we just as human beings don't remember (laughs) you know so that knowledge is all within and our soul, you know, we just have to, like you said, go into meditation, take that quiet time to go within. Like my soul came to me one time in my sleep. And oh, I never told you that story. That was No, weird. you didn't. But I'll tell you what, Sherry, hang on to that. Um, we did get a text message and I'm going to read this real quick and then we're going to go to break. Erin um, English says, hey, ladies, this stuff is really interesting and helpful. Thank you so much. Thank you, Erin. I have a question. So I've suffered sleep paral- paral- being paralyzed in my sleep since I was young. Sometime while, up, while under, I will get a high-pitched frequency in my ear. Mm-hmm. Then it's like I'm searching for a station on the radio. I'll hear undertones of voices. When I concentrate, I can zone in on, particu- on a particular one. But I can never understand what is being said. For a long time, I didn't tell anyone, thinking I would... It would get me a one-way ticket to the loony bin. You're so hey, funny, we're you, girl. <laughs> <laughs> and I finally told a couple of people, and then someone mentioned it not long ago to me that it could be clear audience. Is this true? Sherry, yes. I'll let you go first. So I would say yes. Um, my ear, like, so I, I, I am a medium, you know, so when I, let's say if Marla called me for a reading and spirits with me, my ear hums all the mm-hmm. time when spirit comes or my crown tingles. So, yes, I would say that would be a, a, a form of clairaudience. It also would be some people will, you know, none of us until we're dead, none of us can, none of us can say for sure, you know, 100% of anything. Right. But I do get the high-pitched ringing. Some people, you know, to me, I pay attention. Do I always hear the message? Absolutely not. 
Sometimes people think it's a download. Yeah. Sometimes it's, you know, pay attention. Some people think it's an angel. But yes, it is some communication or something communicating with you. Yes. Exactly. Thank you, Erin. We have to go to break. Thank you so much for the uh, message. We'll be right back. Stay tuned for more with Sherry Jewell and myself, Marla Goldberg. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Do you find that your journey to loving yourself is taking a f***ing long time? Here's your shortcut. Read Marla Goldberg's book, My F***ing Long Journey to Loving Myself, A Guide to a Shorter Path to Learn to Live a More Self-Loving Life. Order on Amazon or MarlaGoldberg.com. That's Marla, G-O-L-D-B-E-R-R-G.com. Have you ever wanted to scream, but you couldn't because of all the people who might hear you? Now, we have your answer. The original Scream Pillow. It can be used at work, the bathroom, in the closet, or anywhere you want to scream and not have everyone know what you're screaming about. Order yours today at MarlaGoldberg.com. That's Marla, G-O-L-D-B-E-R-R-G.com. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are listening to Guided Spirit Conversations. To reach Marla Goldberg or her guest today, you're invited to call into the program at 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. If you'd rather send an email, the address is guidedspiritconversations at gmail.com. Now, back to this week's program. Hello, everyone. Thank you for sticking around. If you're just tuning in, I'm with psychic medium Sherry Jewell. Check her out at sherry, S-H-E-R-I, themedium.com. Because there's so many ways to say Sherry, I need to make sure you know the right spelling. Um, welcome back, Sherry Jewell. Thank you. So we have been talking. We talked through the break about um, our, you know, spirit coming to us and and having us share things very much like it's shown on the Long Island Medium Show. You know, she goes in the supermarket and says, "Oh, I have a message for you." Well, in reality, and as Sherry was saying. You know, we, you know, we try not to do that, but there are times, there are exceptions where spirit will not leave you alone to share a message because they want that message shown until you share that message. And then once that message is shared, they might just go away. Now, some of well, them just still want the connection and we'll keep talking. But, you know, imagine, <laughs> I mean, I know a lot of mediums that say you should absolutely never do that, but, you know, sometimes there is a divine purpose for it okay yeah we are a messenger for spirit the mind whatever word you want to give it what if you said no i'm not giving that message to that spirit okay but let's say you did what if you just saved that person's life right what if it's a mom that just lost a child or somebody's gonna go kill themselves and their mom dad child and spirit comes through and you know so do we make a practice of it no i would say most mediums probably have I've been in a restaurant bar and it's happened to me and, you know, you try not to do it, but you know, I, well, that was a, kind of a weird. There are the exceptions. 
Yeah. So, you know, I was at a bar recently or, or night, we were dancing in a nightclub kind of situation with a group of people. And all I did was say hi to a person. All of a sudden, I'm like, oh, you know, Archangel Mike is here. And I don't want to talk too much about it, but he'd done a lot of bad things in life. Okay. And this, the messages that came through, how can I even say this? I shouldn't have brought it up. He killed somebody. Okay. And I had the dead guy he killed with me. And he goes, it's not your fault because I was going to kill you. It was like kill or be killed. Be killed. Right. It's like a gang thing. Yeah. And then or what I, I don't want to know. I really don't know. But then like Archangel Michael came and the guy's mouth drops open. He lifts up a sleeve and he had a tattoo of Archangel Michael. And, you know, I don't want to share too much about this, but the messages that came through for this man, he started crying. He needed to hear it. It was actually what I feel was going to happen was he was going to change his way and his life. And he obviously had some faith, you know, so, you know, without, there was a lot to it, which I don't want to get into, but because I didn't even know I was going to bring that up, but, but that was a situation where I did not know I was going to give a message. It just was like, bam, you know what I mean? But, you know, sometimes that dead person will come in like that, or that angel will come in like that. And no, don't make a practice of it, have your boundaries, but you know what? Sometimes once in a while, you might've just saved someone's life. Exactly. You definitely save somebody's life. And, you know, it's that's what happens with psychic mediums. And with psychics alone, you might, you know, like it's, it's happened to me a number of times where I'll be at a restaurant and somebody will be waiting at me and all of a sudden I just ask a question and they're like, yep. like, how do you know? And it was not to get into their business. It's not, but no, sometimes... There's some there. It comes through because something happens, but it's it's not part. You know, look at we. The point is, we need to pay attention. We need to pay attention to what exactly. we hear. Yeah. You know, this and, and there are signs. So, for example, your mother, my mother's favorite flower was the bird of paradise. It's a very rare bird. I mean, a rare, rare bird, rare flower. <laughs> yeah. It just it just doesn't pop up everywhere. Right. But when it does, I know that she's nearby. Because she knows that's a sign for me to recognize this is hers. It could be somebody's song. There was a woman, I did a wedding. I used to have an event management company. And the woman, the mother of the bride, walked down to the song, I Did It My Way. Well, for her daughter, that song might be the sign that mom is with her. Well, it's kind of making myself pop in my head right now. My dad died a few years ago, and his name was Leroy. And everybody, like his whole life, you know, like I get that Sherry Baby song. Uh-huh. My dad always got the bad, bad Leroy Brown. Leroy Brown. <laughs> That's what came into my head. I mean, like, yeah, even in the nursing home, my dad would sing it. Even in the nursing home, the CNA guys, we brought a guitar to my dad in the nursing home because he wanted one. He didn't know how to play, but I guess he just thought he could. And they would grab the guitar and always sing the song to my dad. One week after my dad passed, we have this like drive, drive what do you call it? Like a drive up. That Superdog restaurant. Oh, like, love Superdog, yeah. Yeah, like, like, you know, it has all the like, speakers outside. And you place right, it's a 50s-style um, hot yeah. dog stand where they, so, come to the, they come to the car, yeah. not on roller, no roller blades, but <laughs> yeah. there are roller skates, but they come to the car with the food. Yeah, so about a week after my dad passed, I was driving down the street in Milwaukee Avenue where Superdog is. I never go to Superdog. I think I've been there once my whole life. All of a sudden, I was, like, guided. Something said, pull in there. So I pull in the Superdog. Out of every speaker in the place, Bad Bad Louis Brown was playing. So, okay, so that would be synchronicity, okay? <laughs> that would be a sign. I was guided to be there, you know what I mean? 
And I hear like what, 75 speakers playing that song after a week after my dad died. Or we had a party at uh, my boat last weekend. The second song the band played was Bad, Bad Leroy Brown. I'm like, are you kidding me? You know, it's like, so yes, yeah, songs will be assigned to you or a message. And it's sometimes it will be, the, you know, spirit's favorite song. Um, sometimes your guides or team or medium, a psychic, whoever may give you a song. It's not always the song. It could be the <clears throat> lyrics. Like, look at the title of the song, right. the lyrics in the song, and see if there's a meaning or a message yeah. in there for you. Exactly. Wait, I've got to cut in because Mary um, said, hello. hello. Will I find a new home? Very unhappy here. And will I hear from the man that proposed to me before? Thank you. This is for you, Sherry. So, <coughs> your name is Mary? Excuse me. Mary. And what's the, let's go to one question at a time of that. Okay. Will I find a new home? Wherever she is, she's very unhappy. Yeah, but I think she needs to take more effort. Um, I'm a true believer. We have to take the action. So definitely, I, mm-hmm, I definitely feel there's a, you know, a possibility in that it would happen, but it might take a little more effort and action to be able to get it done for her. Right. Her part. The other question is, will I hear from the man that proposed to me before? My question is why? Well, because if he proposed and and for whatever reason it didn't happen, why would you want to hear from him again? Yeah, I mean, that's neither here nor there. I think that there is a lack of communication there and that um, things needed to be discussed and worked out when he was present. Um, You know, I wish I could hear her voice to tap in more, but if he does, it would be uh, quite a while from now. So here's a question that I'm going to put out for Mary. I don't know why this is coming to me, but the question is, is should she reach out to him? I mean, if she's interested, you know, would he be receptive to her reaching out? Right. I would say take the first step, but I feel this relationship ended for a reason. And I think we're not getting the whole story here. I feel, and I don't want to say too much here. Um, So I think that there's more going on here than just that question. Does that make sense? So Mary, and, I mean, sense. if she wants the first sure answer, reach out. If he doesn't reply, she has her answer. Um, I think there's some bigger problems in this situation than we know, because it's just like a text message or however you just got this. Right. You know, uh-huh. so. Uh, I, I don't say, know, Mary, if this I would is say that right now. <laughs> yeah, I, I feel <laughs> that like, I, I don't want to like hurt anybody, you know, right now the feeling is, they're on a break. Let's just put it that way. You know, sometimes things happen. So one thing I learned a long time ago, things happen, and this isn't a psychic thing, but it is a guided guidance, a coaching thing. Right. Things happen the way they're supposed to. You know, you're in a situation because of something you need to learn or overcome. Mm-hmm. Uh, so understand that if somebody proposed to you and you were engaged and it broke up, um, there's always a possibility that something will get back together, but 100%. the chances are that there's something you need to learn about why why there was a breakup, exactly. and to know that if you didn't if you didn't go through with the marriage, there's a reason for it. Maybe it's opening up the window for somebody better to come along. Yes. And I hate to say that this person might not be good enough, but 
you know, when one door closes, another one opens and you, know, and you have to be open for that. And sometimes if someone leaves you like that and it is really painful and hurts, I've been through it, you know, Mary, um, it's sometimes it does happen for a reason and you're way better off knowing ahead of time than getting well, married, getting okay. through the divorce. You know, I think there's a lot more going on in that situation. So that's more about, you know, we'd have to get into a little more, but um, sometimes it can be a blessing if someone leaves. I mean, you know, you don't see it in the moment that you're going through it, but, you know, there's that old saying, like people come to your life for a reason, season, whatever. A lifetime. Imagine like, you know, if if that fell through and you weren't even living together, what would living together have been like? Right. Or do you want to get cheated on or do you want, you know, it to end in a divorce or whatever, you know? So one of my favorite quotes is, do you know Bashar, Sherry? Yes. Mm-hmm. So I love Bashar, and Bashar talks about relationships, and he and this this became a mantra for me, and has helped me so much in all my relationships. And Bashar says, a relationship is a relationship till it's not a relationship any longer, mm-hmm. and that goes into the recent season or a lifetime. Yeah. But you know, relationships are there till they're not, and it has nothing to do. It's not because you're not. You know, you're not a good person. He's not a good person. You know, you whatever. But it or maybe you are, but not you personally. But the other person might be. But the point is, is the re, there's a reason that it ended when it did, and you yes. need to respect that and move on and just know that time that you're you're where you're supposed to be because of something you're supposed to learn. There's a gift, opportunity, or a lesson in it. Yeah. You know, the old saying too: when one door closes, a new door opens. Okay, right. Um, but, you know, Mary's going to be fine. She's going to get through what she's going through. Um, I just think that there needs to be a little more effort for the moving and in her personal life to move forward a little more. I think that I feel don't healing. Count your happiness. Here's oh, this just popped in my head like loud. You could see how well this in it. Don't and this is for Mary or anybody or myself even don't bank your happiness on somebody else. Make your own happiness. It's self-love. You know, if you're so needy that you're only going to be happy because of somebody else. It's time to go inside and have that self-love for yourself and your self-respect, your self-worth and all of that, because that will raise your vibration up. That will get you in a better flow and alignment. So that synchronicity that we were going to talk about comes into play. Like once I got on my journey, my life became a roller coaster of synchronicity. I look for nothing. I don't look for interviews. I don't look for clients. I don't look for opportunities. And they come. It's just all just shows up. Yeah. You know, so sometimes this pain and hurt is to teach us to love ourselves first. And it's important because that's what we, I was going to say when you, you know, and spirit jumped in. Yeah, you. So you could tell I was saying, well, really yeah. loud. I'm like, oh. <laughs> yeah. So, but it's, it, but we all, you know, we, we're as humans, we we have these holes in our heart. We use people and things to fill these holes. And when you do that, eventually, the hole is going to come back because that person, the thing that you're filling up temporarily, um, you know, which is making you happy because those holes are filled, yeah. will eventually release. When you start filling yourself with your own love of self, your own essence, then everybody else, every experience is just frosting on the cake. And, yeah. and you can't be unhappy because they leave because a good cake is a good cake, whether it has frosting on it or not. This is my bakery analogy. My well, metaphor. Yeah, you know, <laughs> in relationships, you know, it's big in spiritual, you know, spiritual world, I should say, about attachment to people, right? Or to things. 
Yeah. So we have to like, you know, sometimes we learn to let go. I love my favorite words are trust, surrender and allow. Yes. Sometimes, you know what? We can love someone to death, want them in our life. If they decide to walk, be with someone else, go somewhere else. You know, at the time when you're going through it, I know it's hard. You don't think like this. But when you come out the other end, you yes. realize, you know what? I deserve a hell of a lot more. And you know I what? Deserve, you deserve know better. Be, even with, you know, friends, relationships, work. If you want to get them in my life, go. I'll open the door for you. Because you know what? I know better is coming to me. And you were holding too much space in my life. Yeah. And then here's the thing. They're not paying you enough money to take up that much room in your head. Yeah. Oh, God. What it does to your, you know, psyche is just, you know, it's hard when you're really in love. It really is. Like I said, I've been through it. It sucks. But you do get through it, you know, whether it takes you three months or three years, whatever, you're going to get through it in the best way possible for you. And it teaches you a lot. And you learn, like I've always said, like, how can you know what's good if you don't know what's bad? You know, you have to know that, you know, positive and the negative, right? How would you know pure happiness and pure joy if you didn't know pure hell? Yeah. You think you know, but you don't. And you're so much more grateful when you've been through the hell, when the good blessings come or the right people, opportunities, whatever come, you're so much more grateful because you know You've, you've seen the other side. You know what I mean? Sure. Sherry, hang on to that thought. We're going to be right back. we got to take a break. Stay tuned. More with Sherry Jewell, psychic medium and coach extraordinaire. Stay tuned. Voice America is on your favorite smart speaker. If you have Alexa or Google Home, go ahead and give us a try. Hey, Alexa. Play Finding Your Frequency podcast on TuneIn. Do you find that your journey to loving yourself is taking a f***ing long time? Here's your shortcut. Read Marla Goldberg's book, My F***ing Long Journey to Loving Myself, A Guide to a Shorter Path to Learn to Live a More Self-Loving Life. Order on Amazon or MarlaGoldberg.com. That's Marla, G-O-L-D-B-E-R-R-G.com. Have you ever wanted to scream, but you couldn't because of all the people who might hear you? Now, we have your answer. The original Scream Pillow. It can be used at work, the bathroom, in the closet, or anywhere you want to scream and not have everyone know what you're screaming about. Order yours today at MarlaGoldberg.com. That's Marla, G-O-L-D-B-E-R-R-G.com. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are listening to Guided Spirit Conversations. To reach Marla Goldberg or her guest today, you're invited to call into the program at 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. If you'd rather send an email, the address is guidedspiritconversations at gmail.com. Now, back to this week's program. Hello, everyone. Thank you for sticking around. Well, it's charity shout-out time, and so I'm going to blindside Sherry with coming up with a charity to support. (laughs) You're welcome. I just... I, I don't really think it's one again. I always go back to the community because, you know, with COVID and so many families locally yes. are having so many, you know, troubles. 
I would just go to your local food pantry, whatever, or, you know, ask somebody at your village or, you know, your community centers, who can I help or what can I do? You know, because everything starts with your neighbors, you know, touch the people that are closest to you. you it takes know? a village. Yeah. That's what Which I would do. So true. I agree. And I also like animals. I would also say a dog shelter. See, Chicago, pause pet taxi. I uh, pause pet taxi. Pause Chicago is one of my favorites. Okay. With, because it's a no-kill shelter. Oh, yeah. And so I just love that organization when I was in Chicago. That's, that was one of my big charities. Yeah. So, but I mean, there are a lot of people without jobs now in your local communities. Yes. You know, kids going back to school. Do they need school supplies? Whatever. You know, it doesn't have to be $10,000. Just a little. Whatever you can do, you know. Exactly. And if you don't have the money, offer some support physically. You know, maybe do something that could help somebody. Exactly. If you don't have money, use your time. Yeah, exactly. You know, so, I think what we were talking about, you know. Wait, I want to just jump, jump in real quick, Sherry, real quick. Okay. Check out Sherry Jewel at Sherry, S-H-E-R-I, themedium.com to learn about what Sherry does, to connect with Sherry for any of your amazing readings, her sessions. Uh, she does gallery readings. She does parties. So check her, check her out on her website. Thank you. Thank okay, you. Sherry, let's move saying, on. <laughs> we were talking about like, you know, going with the flow. Yes. The world is messed up right now. Okay. Who's, who's not going to say it's not? So right. I really believe that this is a good opportunity where people, you know, are being quieter, staying home. You know, they're not working. They are getting probably sad, depressed, anxiety, all these things. We're all kind of being, or I would say a lot of people are being, you're going to kind of be forced to learn how to go with the flow because yeah. there's nothing you can do about this stuff right now, right? So if you noticed at the beginning of COVID, everybody was so scared. Like you would drive on the car, like it was like a ghost town. You didn't see a car. Right. People were so in fear. And now people are getting a little ballsy and they're going out, you know, screw it. I'm going out and live my life because they conquered their fear. So a big thing and part of my journey was, like I had a fear of public speaking and a friend of mine threw me into my first gallery was in front of 40 or 50 people with someone that was well known and it was being filmed. And I was having an anxiety attack that morning. I'm like, Oh my God. But I know if I didn't do it, if I didn't step into my fear, I'd be mad at myself. So you guys, the things that you're afraid of, you know, if you're afraid of an airplane or heights, jump out of the airplane because when you step into your fear, your anxiety goes away. And all these other opportunities and doors open. I used to be nervous with an interview like this, you know. Okay. But once you just step into these fears, your anxiety goes away. It does. You know, it and really does. you learn to go with the flow and you just learn to trust more. I mean, you know, you trust everything that just comes. And trust is so important because you need to trust yourself and trust the guidance you're receiving. But trust yourself. And if you don't trust, you know, if you can't trust yourself because you keep making, you justifying bad decisions. Mm -hmm. And the reason I say that is because that's what I used to we do. We on it. <laughs> yeah. Because, find hey guys, a, this wasn't easy for us. Trust us. The spiritual journey is not always the easiest thing. <laughs> no. And here's the thing. For most people, it's the spiritual journey, it, 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 it wakes you up by whacking you across the head because with, with some challenging situations because it brings you, again, on your knees so that you can reach out and ask for the help and then hopefully be open to the help you're getting. But here's the thing, too, is like if I didn't go through, you know, my own things that I had to go through or you went through things, how could we help anybody if we didn't go through our own crap and find out our way out of it or help heal ourselves? 
Right. We, we gain all our wisdom from the adversities and the things in life that we go through. You wouldn't have unconditional love for people, no. you know, compassion for people, non-judgment, all those, you know, virtues and values. You, I hate to say it, we learn through the tough times. Well, we life's do. perfect. You're not looking for anything. You don't need to figure anything out, you know? Right. And, you know, if you haven't gone through it, how can you be compassionate to somebody else? You can't teach you know, somebody I've or never offer been, guidance. Right. Like, yeah. I've never had cancer, knock on wood, but I have had other, you know, things that have really physically held me back. So now I, I can put myself in somebody else's shoes exactly. and offer compassion with their situations and not say, well, because I don't have it, I don't understand it. And so it can't be real. Yes, it's very real. Well, it's kind of like, you know, alcoholics when they go to AA, right? They have a sponsor. Why do they have a sponsor instead of just like the leader of the group? Because the sponsor was an alcoholic or a drug addict or whatever they had. Right. They know those triggers. They know what's coming for this person. So they can, you know, offer their insight and their help through that other person's journey. And that's why we go through these things. Okay. Um, Brianna asked, are you guys able to tell me if my boyfriend's brother's death was criminal? He passed in April. I think we need a little bit more information, Brianna. Like, I actually, with that heavy of a question, that's more of a private session reading so that we're really tapped in. Yeah. And also, you're that's- not going to want to say something like that publicly. So, Brianna, please check out Sherry's website to yeah, see about a session. There's, what, I am, what I will tell you, there is more to that story. I don't think, I think there's some details that definitely are not public yet or known. And I'm actually hearing, I mean, it's, it's hard because we're not talking to the person. Right. What's popping in my head is, is there a criminal investigation? So if not, maybe that needs to be done because those two words popped in my head. That's the only way they'll know for sure for their own peace. Right. You know, to have the investigation. So Brianna? If there's not investigation, maybe you might want to implore um, somebody in the medical, medical in the the police force, a detective, to possibly look yeah. into opening it up as a because if things don't line up, there's a reason for it, and that's a sign as well that you need to look deeper into what's going on. Yeah, and that's more of that's a heavy subject. I mean, I don't want to just throw stuff out there because uh, when we do do readings, we open up more and. And you get more detail. You're able to be able to share more. Yeah. Right. But I definitely feel that that does need to be looked into more, 100%. Um, What's her name, Brianna? Brianna. Brianna, Do you actually think you know who it is or someone that knew him? She said he overdosed and they won't release the autopsy. Well, that's kind of weird. There should be a toxicology report. Right. Why won't they release it? That's the big so the question was, anybody with him? And, you know, that's a, you know, is it, not, it's not always necessarily murder. They could have just been partying with other people, right? I mean, Well, and here's the thing, too. What you don't know is, did the person he got the drugs from that he overdosed on, were they laced? And did the, all, yeah. Yeah, with stuff that, that could do that. You know, there's Actually, been, I do talk to a lot of deceased young people that die. And nine times out of ten, it's fentanyl. And, and they don't even know that it's in the drug. That's all. That's what I was getting to is yeah. sometimes it's put in the drug. You know, the dealer doesn't care, which is sort of silly because why kill off your clientele? But that's another conversation. That's the dealer sort of probably weird. doesn't know where he's getting it from, though, either. You know what I mean? Well, that's possible, too. With the manufacturer, I, you know, 
Yeah, but that's more of a heavy thing. Um, I don't understand. I think she needs to find out what the toxicology report is. I mean, it's family. Next of kin should be able to get the autopsy report. Yeah, absolutely. So and I'd to get find a out more what's demanding in Because that doesn't make sense. Like the parents or the wife should be able to get that See, information. I have to. I have to tell you. I feel that that it's exact. My feel. What I'm hearing. What I'm getting is that um, that the, whoever sold the drugs. Um, it was, it, there was something in it that shouldn't be in there. You know, the person, the person, the boyfriend, Brianna's boyfriend that I don't think he was aware that's of what, I was what was hearing. in there. Yeah. I was hearing like, there's somebody else that knows something. So, yeah. you know, find out, was he with anybody? Was anybody partying with him at that apartment? Where did he get it from? There is more information. I feel that could be found out, but will that person be held liable or responsible? Do they know the drug dealer? You know, I, they'd have to look at phone records. I mean, that's where get a private detective or talk to the police, you know, get an investigation, start with the toxicology report. I mean, that should be released to somebody. Absolutely. They shouldn't be able to hold it unless they, they're thinking it's criminal and they want to like, there's a, you know, a way for them to go back in time yeah. and find out what went on by holding the report. Yeah. And sometimes, you know, they don't follow through. I mean, it, it's sad. And sometimes you just have to make peace with the situation because, there's nothing you can yeah. do. But what's Brianna, wait, Sherry, I'm sorry. We have to close the show. So, Brianna, ah. I'm sorry. We're closing the show. It's over. Right. It went by so fast. Thank you, everybody who wrote in. Sherry, love you. I love you, You're too. amazing. And I'm Thank so grateful you. for you coming in, especially at such a last-minute request. Oh, so, no. And I know it's a little bit early for you, so I'm so grateful for I, that. I got up at 5 <laughs> o'clock. I got up at 5 or 5.30 this morning. I'm up early, just not hair and makeup done. <laughs> So everyone out there, check out Sherry Jewel at Sherry, S-H-E-R-I, themedium.com. See how she can work with you, help you through her sessions. She's absolutely incredible. Again, she does parties. She does gallery readings. So touch base with Sherry. She also does, you know, little little um, in-store events where she does people sign up for readings, the customers. So right, check her out for that events. as well. We're doing, me? Zoom, we're doing Zoom events now a lot because of COVID. Yeah. So yeah. check her out. She's going to be able to help you. So again, thank you. Thank you at Voice America, everybody. Matt, Robert, all of you who get the show up and running and on the road. So grateful for you. Bridget, what would I do without you? Left hand, right hand. Thank you so much for everything you do for me. I want to thank you, the listening audience, for taking time out of your day, out of your life, to be a part of the show because this show was created with you in mind and to bring you modalities and people that you might not otherwise hear of who could help you in whatever situation you might be experiencing that you need guidance with. So thank you. Check out my website at Marla Goldberg and Goldberg has two R's.com. See how I can work with you um, through my intuitive guidance and through my energy work. So please check that out as well. Uh, if you like, the show, go to YouTube, like, subscribe, write a review because it's always helpful and tell your friends about the show because, well, never too many people to participate in the show and I'm always grateful for it. So until next week, as always, I send you love. I send you blessings and I send you gratitude. Know how much I'm grateful for you being in my life in whatever capacity you're in it. And if you haven't heard these words today, I love you. Stay well. Take care. Till next week.